This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain. And Bill, about a week into games go and down in spring training and some good signs for, for the Rays as we've gone. A lot of the starting pitchers have gotten out there at least once, if not twice. Uh, but today, Wednesday, as we record this, Steven Souza Jr. getting on the field for the first time, playing in the outfield for the Rays. Um, what do you hope to see from him as he kind of gets out there after a tweak of an injury really before spring training gets started? Well, I think the main thing you want to see is that he's moving around well and you know taking a healthy cut at the ball. <clears throat> they feel like they caught this injury uh, you know, before it became a really bad injury, and uh, he's taken batting practice the past five days, so they're pretty confident that uh, he's going to be able to be fine and you know, he'll be available for opening day. It was an injury to the intercostal area. How does that affect him exactly? I would think it would hurt more on a swing than anything else. Yeah, and of course that's when he initially hurt it. He felt it on a swing, and it was actually the day before pitchers uh, and catchers reported. So he was down early taking batting practice, and he felt a little something. So they were precautious, you know, taking a cautious approach with it, uh, you know, being as early as it was. I'm going through, I mentioned the starting pitchers, and and Matt Moore got out on Monday, uh, two innings pitched, uh, gave up just a home run. Just as a whole, when you see these guys get out there for the first time, the second time, they're only throwing a couple innings each time. What do you look for out of these guys, or is it just about hearing what they have to say about how they felt out there? Well, you know, I think most anybody would be lying if they didn't leave it up to kind of what they were saying. You know, you can tell what their control is like you know, if they're trying some off-speed stuff. But most of these guys are just trying to get the work in so they can be built up to pitch, you know, seven or eight innings, you know, 100, 110 pitches a game. So, um, you know, seeing Moore out there the other day, you know, he got his work in. Uh, I think he felt like he got his curveball up a little bit too much to uh, – uh, I can't remember. I guess that was Mookie Betts who hit the, hit the homer off him. But otherwise, he felt pretty good about his outing and – you know, he's enjoying being back on a regular schedule as compared to last spring when he was doing his rehab recovery from uh, Tommy John surgery. <clears throat> I know in general we just kind of throw out the numbers as far as these early spring training uh, starts go and appearances go because these guys are working on different pitches or specific things or just getting the work in. But Erasmo Ramirez, um, really a tough outing. Five earned runs in two innings. He gave up seven hits. Is there any more concern that maybe there should be around an outing like that from Ramirez? Well, maybe if you saw it happen more than once. But, you know, after the game, he, he said he was not his best. You know, and his best is when he's keeping it low and, you know, his stuff's in the dirt instead of up like it was. And, of course, that's a really good lineup he faced yesterday, too, with the Tigers. And they did not hit many balls that were not, pretty well smashed so um 
if it was, you know, late in the spring, you might be worried about it. But at this stage, I don't think you do. One pitching thing I think interesting from the Rays' standpoint, Dan Johnson, I know, uh, is is coming back, I guess we could say. Uh, he's becoming a, a knuckleballer. Obviously, here's a guy who played with the Rays as a position player. I'm trying to make it back as a knuckleballer. A really fascinating story. Have you gotten to talk to, to Dan Johnson at all this spring? Yes, I talked to him for about 15 minutes on Saturday, and uh, he seems pretty excited about it. Apparently, he's always had a pretty good knuckleball, you know, messing around on the sidelines. Uh, of course, it is totally different when you go to the mound. But, you know, I think if you take that, um, you know, he has competed at a high level, whether it was as a hitter or anything, you know, the mental side of that uh, he would bring to that, I think, is a big part of that. So uh, whether or not he can, um, you know, get his knuckleball to where it's going to be able to get hitters out remains to be seen. We've seen that that transition players have made in the past from position guy to to knuckleball pitcher. Tim Wakefield did it much earlier in his career. Uh, Dan Johnson in his mid thirties now, um, and he and he does it with the Rays. Obviously, there's a familiarity with the organization, but the Rays are also a team loaded as far as pitching goes. Could he have maybe been better off trying to do this with a different team? You know, who knows? Uh, and and who knows if another team would have been willing to give him the you know, the chance to do it. Um, I, I do think the fact that they have a lot of pitching, you know, bodes well that, uh, you know, there's no pressure to try and force him to do something quickly. I mean, this is just a developmental type thing. So, um, you know, if he's got it, you've got a pitcher who's got a, you know, an interesting pitch that a lot of guys have a hard time hitting. And if, and if he doesn't, you know, they really haven't lost too much. Yeah, and I mentioned his age, but really for knuckleballers, we see knuckleballers throw into their 40s when they come around often. So so he, if he could figure this out, could have a few years ahead of him. It would be really interesting to see a guy make that transition so late in his career. Um, as far as position guys go, Bill, Steve Pierce, I know, played third base on Saturday night. He It's a position he hadn't played since 2010. Uh, is there going to be more of that throughout the spring as far as seeing how versatile he can be for this team? Yeah, you know, I, I think, um, you know, they want to see him in the outfield some. Uh, they're, they're always looking to, to see who's going to be the guy to back up Longoria at third. Um, you know, he can play some first. He can play some catcher. I mean, uh, some second. So, um, you know, w once they start whittling the numbers down, you know, it's going to be the skill sets of these guys that, uh, you know, they keep and how they're going to mix and match during the season. So, um, and from what I've seen so far, you know, he is a good guy. You know, he catches the ball and he throws the ball accurately. So, um, you know, that's what you want for a guy when he's, you know, filling in for somebody in another position. Yeah, and we've talked on this podcast about the fact that there's so many outfield slash first base slash DH kind of guys on this team. So for him to be able to go across and play on the other side of the diamond, it kind of helps create something else in, in that roster and help maximize those 25 positions, right? No, totally. Um, one thing I know you have an article about recently was, was the focus that this team has this spring on defense. And Kevin Cash talked about the focus on defense and, and tracking that throughout the spring. Because I think that's something we don't necessarily talk about much in spring training. You want to see how guys are pitching. You want to see how guys are swinging the bat. And you just kind of assume the defense will be there come, you know, opening day. But the, but the Rays really have a focus on how guys are doing defensively. Well, in, in specific, what uh, we were asking Cash was, 
you know, it's so hard to evaluate other things. Just like you mentioned, seeing Erasmo or you maybe see a hitter struggling, but uh, he allowed that, you know, defense is one thing that, you know, you're, you're going to pretty much have or not. So um, that's a pretty telling uh, thing to see in comparison to the others. But, uh, you know, and so far they've, they've had some, a little bit of shaky, some shaky fielding. And, and in particular, you know, the uh, Brad Miller shortstop, uh, he threw two balls in the dirt on Saturday night and it looked like the exact same play. So I don't know if that was what his um, problem was last year in Seattle. I know he had some errors in Seattle, but uh, obviously they would, I'm sure they would like to see that get cleaned up. Another pitcher I wanted to, to touch on before we let you go, Bill, is, is Drew Smiley, who was very encouraging on Saturday. I know he had the, the two perfect innings. He struck out the side in the second inning. Um, we know he can be that kind of pitcher, but how encouraging was it for this team to see him early on in the spring go out and look so good? I think that's a lift. I mean, you know, uh, ever since he's been with the Rays, he's pitched well. Even even last year when he pitched before he got put on the des- – you know, on the uh, – on the uh, disabled list, he was pitching well uh, before he, you know, went went down with his shoulder. So uh, everything they've seen him do here has been, you know, lights out pretty much. So if he's healthy, I think you look for, you know, a lot of wins out of that guy. And uh, you know, the fact that he pitched well the other night and came away feeling well, uh, obviously, I think is a lift. This has been the MLB.com Extras Rays Edition. Bill Chastain, thanks so much for your time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.